participants of this product employees of this station and their views, opinions, and claims do not necessarily represent those of Townsquare Media, its employees, or advertisers. The Best of Times, live from 710 Keel Studios in Shreveport, Louisiana, celebrating age and maturity, helping you make the best years of your life the best they can be. The Best of Times, your host, Gary Kaligas. Good morning, radio listeners. I'm Gary Kaligas, the publisher of The Best of Times, the only magazine for mature adults in northwest Louisiana. Thank you for tuning into our show today and also thanking those who might be listening via the Internet at www.710keel.com. Also thanking those who might be listening via the Keel application on their Apple or Android devices. We do thank AARP Louisiana Neighbors, Tending Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer for being the exclusive sponsors of the Best of Times Radio Hour. In just a few minutes, we're going to discuss how to protect your children or grandchildren from strangers and bullies. So stay to the show for some very beneficial information for you and your loved ones. It is Saturday, March the 12th, and we are broadcasting our show from the studios of News Radio 710 Keel and 101.7 FM, a town square media station here in Shreveport, Louisiana. However, today's show has been pre-recorded, so we will be unable to accept calling questions and comments from our loyal radio listeners. Be sure to pick up the March issue, the best of times, at one of our 270 distribution locations. We do thank you for the many compliments about, about our magazine. We do appreciate hearing from you. Remember, if you're unable to find a printed copy of one of our publications, our current publication, at one of our 270 distribution locations, you can always visit our popular website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com to view both current and past issues of our magazine. In addition, you can listen to previously broadcast shows here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. And importantly, now beginning on March 1st and now March the 12th, you can view and download the 2000. 22 Silver Pages Senior Research Directory, which is newly updated and ready for you to make utilize to find those needed those needed items for you and your loved ones. We do thank you for listening for excuse me for attending our Senior Health Expo that was held on March the 5th at Centerwell Senior Primary Care Center in Bossier City. We had lots of fun, lots of information. Enjoy meeting with many of you. Uh, who attended. Congratulations to the many of the persons who won some of our fabulous door prizes. Again, we thank our friends at Centerwell Senior Primary Care Center in Bossier City for hosting this Senior Health Expo. As I mentioned, the Best of Times has just released the 2022 edition of Silver Pages Senior Resource Directory. That occurred on March 1st, and of course, March 5th was the debut at the Senior Health Expo at Centerwell Senior Primary Care Center in Bossier City. Of course, this is our most popular publication by seniors, boomers, and their family members, but also many, many others. They use this directory to help find needed services, products, and of course, lots of information that is available to you in our 48-page senior resource directory. Of course, you can hopefully pick up a copy of one of our 270 distribution locations, but also you can view it and download it from our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com, or you can also view it from our application on Apple and Android devices. 
We'll be right back with more information, but now we're from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour. You're on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by AARP Louisiana and a bear stunning country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary Kaligas will be right back with more Best of Times Radio Hour after this on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Gary's back with more Best of Times Radio Hour on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by AERP Louisiana and Abears, Denning Country Race Report, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show today is a special guest, is Mr. Robert Kahn, who is a retired deputy sheriff, and he's going to share with us some advice on how to protect your children or grandchildren from strangers and bullies. So, thank you, Mr. Kahn, or can I call you Bob? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did we lose you? No, I'm here. Oh, I was going to say, I, I thought we lost you a little second there. This kind of, sometimes this telephone system drops occasionally. So thank you for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Tell our listeners, I, I thought it was fascinating. Uh, you've got an interesting uh, CV. So tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I was a sixth-grade teacher, and I was a reserve deputy sheriff. And this was in two different counties. And the county I taught in, the sheriff came up to me and said, hey, we're losing our DARE officer. Would you like to be our DARE officer? And I thought, well, this is great. I can still teach and do law enforcement. So I made the career change. Wow, okay. And uh, what I was fascinating, you have given over 20,000 presentations. Wow. On children's safety issues. That's amazing. I'm really, I'm really proud of you on that, on that particular. I don't think there's too many people have given that many presentations at all in their in their life history. I've given a lot, but I don't think it's it's total of twenty thousand. That's that's wow. totally amazing. And the other thing, I won't brag. It, according to uh, you, have been credited. Your organization has been credited in foiling over forty attempted abduction by strangers. Wow! Just even avoiding one. But 40, that, that's a remarkable feat, and, and God bless you all on, on doing that. So, well, thank you. And it's even more than that because I got to teach this program to officers in the state of Nevada, and most, most attempts go unreported, which is a big mistake. Yeah. So it's, it's really a lot more than the 44 that I'm credited with. So... You wrote books on this, and so what motivated you to write it and put it put it in writing? Um, I had a very successful stranger danger program, and every year it foiled attempts. And finally, I said, "This needs to be out here, and I can't be everywhere, but the books can." So oh. I wrote that book, and then I've written. Well, I have 15 books, and eight of them are in publication. Wow, that's a, that's a distinct honor. That's, that's, so it's good. You know, you can tell, make the presentation, but your people need to touch and feel things and bring back and implement it, and both the law enforcement as well as we hope the individuals out there can, can, can gain a little bit of knowledge today on this show to, to help them avoid those particular situations uh, with their children and grandchildren, with, with strangers and bullies out there. Uh, I thought one of your comments made to me earlier is most children accept adults' friendliness at face value. 
So right. So elaborate on that. Sure. Um, children need to learn that strangers, people they don't know or don't know well, need nothing from children. They need to ask other adults. Um, everyone wants to help, and children especially. And if someone comes up and says something like, I've lost my dog, well, the child wants to help, but that's usually a trick. And um, unfortunately, bad strangers that want to hurt children or take them have a lot of time to figure out the exact trick. So, and so that's why the key is children need to realize strangers or adults who need help need to ask other adults. Yeah, and, you know, we, we tell our kids and grandkids be polite to people, but, you know, sometimes you've got to, if they're definitely alone or walking around the block and, you know, somebody uh, confronts them, you've got to be very careful about that, correct? That's what you're saying. Exactly. Um, as a matter of fact, that was when I could finally write the book. I wanted to write the book, and I realized I was missing the line. And on a Monday morning, I walked into a fourth-grade class, and this little fourth-grade girl came up to me, and she goes, Deputy Khan, guess what happened? I go, what happened? She goes, I was walking to the post office. And that's a pretty gutsy stranger, because at that time, the post office was right across the street from the sheriff's substation. And a man drove up and said, hey, kid, get in my car. And I said, oh, my goodness, what'd you do? She goes, I did exactly what you taught me. She goes, I said no, I ran away, and I told my grandmother, and we called the sheriff's office. And I go, well, I'm really proud of you. What would have you done if I hadn't been teaching this with you the last three years? And she said, I would have gotten into the man's car. Oh. And when I could regain my composure, I said, why would have you gotten into the car? And she goes, because my parents teach me to respect all adults. Yeah. And I knew that was the line I was missing to write my book. Excellent. Okay. So, yes, they, they we teach them that way to be, you know, but, but sometimes you've got to have those exceptions and you got to read them. And there's a rationale, and you you made a good point. You know, why would they stop a, a fourth grader on the side? To, you know, ask them. Uh, you know, where's the local stupid questions like you know, where's the local library or where can where can I go get gasoline? Most of you know, the, the child probably won't know those answers quickly. That, that's just a trap, right? Right. Oh yeah. Um, my do you have time? My scariest Definitely. one that started the whole program. Um, I was very interested in, in preventing child abduction. And so one of my counselor friends at a school let me, in between my D.A.R.E. schedule, let me teach some stranger danger. And the next morning he called me up and he goes, guess what just happened? And I go, what? He goes, well, it was a snowy day here and three children were standing at a bus stop. And a man rode up on his horse and said, Hey, kids, school's been canceled here. One of you get on my horse, and I'll give you a ride home. And my heart sank. Oh. I go, What happened? He goes, They did exactly what you told them. And when the bus driver came, they told the bus driver. Oh, awesome. So I went running down to the sheriff, 
And I go, listen, we were really lucky this time, but we better get the clue. He goes, I want you to pilot a stranger danger program. I go, I can't. I go, I teach DARE three days a week and two days a week. I'm on patrol. He goes, you're off patrol. <laughs> so that's what started the whole profession of this program. So so definitely the education. Do you think other schools throughout the nation do a lot of this type of education uh, do, do, for, for kids in, in school about, you know, a, it's a dangerous world and you got to be careful about uh, uh, those adults trying to be friendly and trying to possibly abduct you? Do you think it's, no. Um, it's what what there's a lot of attention on is the bully program, and I had one of the first bully books. But as far as stranger danger goes, I think they figure the parents are teaching them, and I think the parents think the schools are teaching them. Ooh. So I think it gets neglected, and that's unfortunately a black eye. So what? Man. So what are the things that you have learned as law enforcement officer about child abduction, and what what can that do to help parents keep their children safe? Let's, let's talk about some um, of those. The number one rule I've learned is always tell your parents or your guardian where you're going. Um, I used to teach all my classes a poem. It was before you go, always let your parents know, <laughs> and when you get there, call them. Make sure they're there. The town I live in, every way out of here is a highway. And so it could be hours if a child was missing before it was ever even noticed. So, yeah, it's very important to always let your parents know where you're going. But, look, but let me tell you what some of the kids and grandkids tell us. They say, being both, uh, you know, you, why are you checking on Why do I have to tell you when I arrive? I said, well, you know, and you, you explained the story. You know, we want to know you got there safely and, and nothing happened to you. But and, and as one would tell the, tell you that if I don't call, what does that mean? Well, we're going to go out there looking for you. Is that true? Absolutely. That's exactly what it means. It, it's not you're being overprotective. You're just being safe, and so are the children. And hopefully more and more do that. And now with, with, with cell phones, it's much easier. I mean, when I was growing up, and I remember going out the neighborhood, you know, my parents would always say, well, when you get to your friend's house across the road by your bicycle, do call me. And, and I was reluctant, but I did end up, you know, getting asking the people, can I call my parents or call them at the restaurant? And, and I think most of the times I did. And uh, but most of the other kids around the neighborhood uh, did ridicule me for being so protective. But I was an only child, so I think that's another factor involved. Your your parents insist, especially if you're an only child, to make those kind of uh, monitoring calls. I think you're right, but it's very important for all children because um, every child wants to feel important. Sure. And at least that way, they they know they're loved and cared for. Okay, so what other things have you learned about child abduction that can, you can share with our listeners? Uh, like I say, a bad stranger has many hours to think of the perfect ploy to get a child. Mm. And that's why it's very important. Like, I recommend my book because it's got all the tips in it, and there's questions and answers at the end. And um, go over this book every 
four to five weeks with the child to keep the tip fresh in their mind. Because what happens is, if a child is approached, it's a very scary situation, and they have to know what to do. They don't have time to freeze. Well, okay. So some of those catch catch statements the child supposed to ask the individual, or is it like, uh, what do you want, why do you want me? Is it, no, huh? Is, uh, a child, if they're smart, won't even talk to whatever the stranger's asking them. They'll just keep walking. Because, again, strangers, adults, need to ask other grown adults. They need nothing from children. Absolutely nothing. That's, that is, you, you're definitely right about that. The other thing I wanted to ask you, have you seen incidences throughout the country in your area where uh, these abductors are impersonate officers or military people or doctors, etc., that could entrap them? Um, I used to teach in my class, um, don't believe someone if they just says, hey, I'm a policeman, come here. I go, you have to look for the clues. You look for their car because the car has the uh, logo right on it. You make sure they have a uniform and a badge. And still, even a policeman, they don't have to talk to them. They're not being rude. They're being safe. Mm-hmm. You know, a policeman isn't just going to come up to a child and say, hey, come here, i got to ask you a question. That, that doesn't happen. I mean, if something really big happened and the police are there, the children are going to see that. But somebody just on the street isn't going to come up to a child and say, hey, you know, i got to ask you this question. We, Our officers were trained not to do that. We always had to have the parents present before we could ever talk to a child. Uh, what What about when officers go around, most of them in this day of age, there'd be cutbacks, but most of the time there's there's more than one, right? So there's, there's sometimes two in the squad car or the police car. or the, So does that... That's, that's lucky when there's that. Um, When I first started, when I stopped being a teacher and was a patrolman, we were the only unit on duty in our town. And our closest backup was like 30 miles away. So to have two officers in a car, and and in the bigger cities, that happens more. But in the rural counties, that doesn't happen as much. Okay. So what other aspects you could tell our listeners out there for their kids and grandkids to to uh, to be cautious? Do more abductions happen at night or in or early morning? Are there particular times that they occur? It's opportunity. Um, probably the best thing is try to not have your child be by themselves because that's if a bad stranger will approach the child, it's usually when the child is by theirself. Most of my attempts, except that horse one, the children were alone. Okay. So yeah, a group a grouping is more difficult, but they might be able to straggle one of the person there to, to accept, but uh, groups are better than singles. So again, that's a good that's a good point. Um, yeah. Don't um, usually a bad stranger won't approach a group of children. Okay. That's they they usually look for the child by themselves. 
And, uh, and, and again, the child needs to be aware that strangers need nothing from children, absolutely nothing. Okay, so what happens if, if uh, should the, once the child's in there, should the child, do you recommend to the parents to tell their children if they are abducted, forcibly use any matter of means just to get out of the scenario? Absolutely. Make as much noise as you can. Draw as much attention to yourself as you can. Because bad strangers want to do things quietly and secretly. And if the child is making a big scene, chances are they're going to get away or someone will come and help them. Okay. Hold that thought. We'll be right back with more information. But now we're with more sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by AARP Louisiana and Abares Tending Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Gary Kaligas will be right back with more Best of Times Radio Hour after this on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Gary's back with more Best of Times Radio Hour on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by AARP Louisiana and Bears Town and Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Kaligas, and I do thank you for listening to our show today. Joining me on my show is a special guest, is Mr. Robert Kahn, a retired deputy sheriff, and he's sharing his advice on how to protect your children or grandchildren from strangers and bullies. So thank you, Bob, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Well, thank you. So you you brought up some fascinating issues, and we hope that one or more of our listeners out there, the grandparents or parents, will, will convey this information. Um, I will give you a plug. I, you're, the publicist here never told me the name of the book, interestingly enough. But oh, I, well, they're, they're named after my children. My children are Bobby and Mandy. Okay. And they're, it's the Bobby and Mandy series. And the Stranger Danger one is Bobby and Mandy's Too Safe for Strangers. Okay, so the website, I will say, is www.bobbyandmandy.com, that's M-A-N-D-E-E dot com, Bobby, B-O-B-B-Y, A-N-D, Mandy dot com. And you can go there to... To order your order your books and learn more information about him and how they can help your kids or your grandkids as well. You know, I'm, there's a lot of grandparents throughout the United States, even my neck of the woods, are taking care of of kids now, their grandkids, uh, of their of their of their their siblings that are now staying with the grandparents. There's family problems in the home, so they're you know taking over. So that's why I emphasize to the grandparents because a lot of them keep them. All the time or part of the time, and you know, they sometimes they go out by themselves and they forget to tell grandma and grandpa where they're going. And I think it's emphasizing that uh, uh, when they go out, they need to tell us, and they also need to be cognizant of the fact that you know, be careful about those adults that are being friendly, right, at face value. Absolutely. Um, probably the best preventative is to talk to your children about strangers. Um, I had one. I, I used to go into the classes and talk to the children, show a video, and then do role-playing. Mm-hmm. And I went into this one fifth-grade class to set up my D.A.R.E. schedule, and this little girl came up to me, and she goes, we want to watch Winnie the Pooh. 
Well, Winnie the Pooh was a Walt Disney film that I showed to kindergartner and first graders. <laughs> and I said, I don't show Winnie the Pooh to fifth graders. And she goes, you're not listening to me. We want to watch Winnie the Pooh. I go, Joanna, you're not listening to me. I don't show Winnie the Pooh to fifth graders. She goes, Deputy Khan, you're not listening to me. We want to watch Winnie the Pooh. Uh oh. So I said, okay, Joanna, I'll be here Wednesday morning. I will sit in the back with your teachers. We'll set up our dare schedule. I'll show the film, and then I have to go to another school and teach dare. And I did exactly that. <laughs> and the next day, a deputy called me from that town. And he goes, we just had an attempt here. And my heart sank Whoa. again. And I go, what happened? He goes, the little girl got away, and she said she wouldn't have known if she, she wouldn't have known what to do if she hadn't watched the Winnie the Pooh film. Wow. She came here from California, and they never taught stranger danger. Oh. And so that's very important to emphasize with your children the rules. That that what a touching testimony that was. Whoa. So, oh, yeah, that, that was a scary one because yeah. I didn't teach at all. Like I said, the kids just watched the film. So what is the main age or age where something could happen to a child regarding abduction? Believe it or not, it's not the real little kids like everyone believes. Mm. Um, usually the real small children have somebody with them. It's probably third to seventh grade when they do a lot more things alone and there's a lot more opportunity. And those those are the children or grandchildren need to be taught to be careful out there. Absolutely. What about well, they all need to be taught to be careful. The best thing is to do this when they're young and keep going, you know, because that way if it happens, they don't freeze and they can get away. Yeah, and... and these abductors, you know, I wish they could, we could catch them all, but they're all either mental issues or other problems that they, they come up with various kinds of tricks. And I've heard of one, it wasn't our area, that uh, they were driving around soccer fields for young soccer kids that would see the parents drop them off and they would offer them a drive to get closer to the soccer field and drive off with them. Sure. Isn't that amazing? How, sure. how, how brave, I hate to say brave. And again, your soccer kids are usually older children. Oh, these were these were younger. These were the five-year-old, seven-year-old days. That's what I was told. Uh, oh, really? That area, yeah. We, they start them young here. I mean, I've got grandkids who are four and five that are playing soccer now. So, but yeah, they get older. But I'm saying a lot of them I hate to say this. The parents just drop them off and try to find a parking place, and they're just wandering around. And it's it's yeah. sad. They're not they're not being cautious, and the kids are are being um, you know accept that adults friendliness about oh you can help me take me closer or take me to the park. So, yeah. So what other thing? What other? Uh, how do most uh, child abductions happen? Or have you seen in your in your history in dealing with this? Um, well, there's many different tricks the bad stranger does. Um, a lot of them are the sympathy ploy, help, I can't find my daughter, or would you help me find my dog, or can you help me find this street? Oh, you know, okay. something pretty easy. 
where a child thinks, yeah, I can help them, and before they know it, it's all, it's an attempt. And so that's that's why I keep stressing, you know, children need to realize they don't even have to talk to strangers or people they don't know well. They're not being rude. They're being safe. And adults need to realize when they need a favor to ask another adult. Yeah, that, that is definitely true. Do, do you recommend to tell the children if they're being forcibly abducted to leave something behind, to, to do something that uh, could even indicate my, that they were there? My my best advice is draw as much attention as you can. You know, uh, and do whatever you can to get away. Kick, bite, fight with all your might. Make as much noise as you can. Because, again, the bad stranger wants to be invisible. And so the less attention to them the easier it is. So a child making a lot of noise is going to draw attention and people looking at them. So you were saying that when when attempted abductions occur, that do most children at that age between second and young adults, are they nervous about telling their parents or grandparents that this happened? I don't think they're nervous about telling their parents. What happens is a lot of times parents drop the ball because when the child tells, they need to call law enforcement and they need to get them there immediately. We, the county where I taught mine in, we never caught the bad stranger, but I didn't care about that. All I cared was that the child was safe and wasn't taken. So, but yeah, you need to get law enforcement present because the bad stranger will notice that and hey that that child told on me and look what's what's here now you know what has been shown the evidence to be I'm, I'm not an expert in this I'm sure you've got some of the stats are these abductors or criminals are they local or do they come in and leave and they're transient you know I'm not sure because again we've never caught the bad stranger Wow. We could just get the description of them and look for them and keep an eye on that area. I'm not sure. My guess would be it's someone not from your city but from another city that comes in and tries to take a child. And, and in your book, and are abductors looking for uh, to abuse the kids, to get ransom or antagonizing do they I mean what's their motive the motive is they're sick they need yeah, help okay. um, you know I'm, I never understood that mindset because my mindset has always been to protect children but they put as much energy into trying to get a child as I did into trying to prevent this from happening it's so sad, so sad, but we do want to avoid all these abductions. The more and more people are aware of it, there will be less and less children being and grandchildren being abducted throughout throughout our nation. Oh, yeah, well, there's many attempts every day, but again, most of them go unreported, and luckily, it, luckily most children get away. It's the really high-profile cases that are... Um, Televised, but, the, but I mean, unfortunately, it happens every day. 
But you're right. So if a, if a child comes home and says, Mom, Dad, you know, somebody offered me a ride, but I ran away and uh, I didn't trust him, and et cetera, et cetera, hopefully the child, maybe their uh, cognizant would, would tell the mother and parents, would tell the officials what the person looked like, what the person was driving, if they're really smart, get the license plate number. And I'm sure these, some of these young adults might even have a cell phone to take a picture and, you know, get out of there. And hopefully we're going to abduct this and this person will be known by the officials in the area, right? That's true. But I always taught in my class, just get away. Yeah. I mean, if, if you get a good description of them, fine. And at that time, cell phones weren't as prevalent, so they couldn't call right away. But just get away. you got to be safe. Because if a child sits there or stands there too long, they're going to get taken. Because if a stranger grabs you, that you know the kids get very fearful and freeze. And, so and we, you know, even screaming and hollering, they're going to they're going to they're going to put something over their mouth, et cetera. But you know, hopefully somebody's around and seeing it. You know, it's in the it's in the uh, late afternoon or evening. It's not going to be the best time for the child to be out by himself. Definitely, but to be careful. I mean, I, I, I hate to say this, I, and I've seen more and more um, uh, children in, in my area take walks, you know, in the late afternoon and early evenings without anyone. I mean, I see them in my neighborhood. I'm, I always question. I said, why are they out there? Uh, you know, getting, why can't they just exercise at home or play at home? But they're either going to meet somebody and they're walking from point A to point B and and it, it, it's a possibility that something could occur. Sad. Oh, absolutely. So hopefully. It's all opportunity for the bad stranger. Okay, well, let's, let's change, the, change the, the topic because you're also uh, an educator and, and uh, you, you, you deal with bullying, right? Right. So how can, what can parents do to protect their kids from bullying? When, when I first um, noticed the bullying was more when I was an officer than a teacher because I used to get to go to every recess with the children and I'd see these children being bullied and they wouldn't say anything so I got together with another counselor friend of mine and we wrote this was one of the first books in the nation now most school districts are very proactive on bullying and schools have bullying programs but at this time, they didn't. And the number one secret to bullying is don't keep it a secret. And if you tell someone and they do nothing, keep telling. Because that's how the bully gets to their power is no one, no one tells on them. And usually what's really sad is it's the trickle effect. A bully is being a bully because someone usually in their family is bullying them. Hmm, I didn't know and that. And so to make them feel good, they find another child to bully. Wow. Did, didn't know that. Well, hold that thought. We'll be right back with more information. And now we're from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by AARP Louisiana and A Bears 10 and Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. 
Gary Kaligas will be right back with more Best of Times Radio Hour after this on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Gary's back with more Best of Times Radio Hour on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by AARP Louisiana and a bear sending country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show today is a special guest, is Mr. Robert Kahn, who is a retired deputy sheriff, and he's sharing his advice on how to protect your children or grandchildren from strangers and bullies. So thank you, Bob, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Well, thank you again for having me. Well, I want to mention to our listeners, you can find out more information about his his, uh, his various books, his seven books that he has authored about keeping children safe. It's at www.bobbyandmandy.com. That's B-O-B-B-Y-A-N-D-M-A-N-D-E-E.com. So, again, thank you for joining us today. Uh, we're talking a little bit about more now about bullying, which... Have you noticed uh, what I've seen on the media, but also some friends of mine, younger adults who have younger kids, it seems like bullying has increased throughout our school system. Not not decreased, but increased. Absolutely. And that's why so many schools and school districts have bullying programs and bullying um, in, in, in place where it's not tolerated. So why do, why, what can we tell parents, why is an individual child picked on by the bully or bully or I don't know what we're going to call him, him or her? It could be a she. Lots of them are she's I've noticed lately. Oh yeah, and, and a lot of it's on the uh, computer anymore and even on the cell phone. Um, it's the child that they feel is nice and won't stand up for themselves and won't do anything. Those are the ones they go after. Wow. I, I would never thought that. I would thought they would be going after the one that that's accurately. They're, they're, the, the bulliers are jealous about the person is a, you know a, a good good athlete, a good sports person, a good singer, a good involved in everything, and they're 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 trying to castize this person. And belittle them, and in some matter means, but the one, well, but it's generally the quiet ones. Okay, that's that's a new one. Well, yeah, and and the ones they feel won't do anything about it to get oh. them in trouble. Okay. So, but I always wondered. I mean, when I was in God many years ago, when I was in school, I mean, I think I was bullied, but I think it was bullied because it was like a gang thing. I wasn't a member of any of the gangs, so they bullied me and say, you know, why didn't you join one of the groups? And I just didn't want to. And, uh, I mean, I, I can remember that when I was in the seventh and eighth grade. I wouldn't, I don't know if I was classified bullying. It might have been, but, you know, they left me alone, but they pestered me for a while. But I, I recall that. I've crawled telling my parents about it and, and, uh, and you know, that kind of scenario. Well, and again, there's many adults running around with scars from being bullied. Hmm. And the big problem is if it's kept a secret, nobody knows and nobody can help that child. The child needs to advocate for themselves and tell people, hey, this is happening to me and here's who's doing it. I went to this one school 
I got to take my stranger danger to a school in California. And I was there for two days with my stranger. And um, afterwards, the principal came up to me and said, we want you to read the bully book in a big assembly. <laughs> and I thought, this is never going to work. I mean, because there was four to 500 children in that auditorium. Hmm. But I did it, and I read the book, and right after I got done reading, four of the children went running up to the principal and said, this is what's been happening to us, and wow. that's who's doing it. What an impact. So, yeah, it needs to not be kept a secret. Okay, that's the important thing. So, but I... You mentioned one thing that I think parents and grandparents don't know, the, 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 the causal effect of a child being bullied, that they have factors in currently and later in life. I mean, I think you mentioned depression, anxiety, sleep difficulties. Isn't that right? And the worst-case scenario can lead to suicide. Oh, yeah. I, I was talking to an adult the other day when I had a different radio interview, and she had been bullied, and... She was very much vocal on the effects it still has on her today, and she's in her late 50s. So the scars do not go away. So in, in your findings, you said that, that half of, less than half of bullied students reported to an adult. That's sad. And one oh, of the reasons yeah. why, that they feel that they're going to be chastised further, they're going to be laughed upon, they're going to be, the bullier is going to intensify? Yes, that's exactly it, that they feel if they tell, the bullying will get worse. And so that's But what can you tell our listeners to tell their children? Generally, it, it will not, because that bullier now is, everybody knows who or she is, right? And more and more people will know that about that. Uh, I, I think hopefully it will cause a negative effect on the bullier, and hopefully the bullier will, will cease and not do anything more. There is that well, the case. Well, the good thing is we live in America. All states have bullying laws, and if it's reported to law enforcement, it'll be taken care of because there's laws against bullying. And and even if if it's verbal or or nonverbal, it, it's still offensive. Correct. Absolutely. Because and again, the scars it can leave. Yeah. I, I mean, this lady was bullied like in the fourth grade, and she's in her wow. late 50s. How many years is that? 50 yes. plus. Yeah, that, that is. a. So it's important to tell your kids and grandkids, if they're bullied at school, uh, to let an adult know, let the people at school, but also let the parents and grandparents know if they're staying with them. I, I think exactly. just letting the school know, they can, hopefully they they follow through, but I think as a backup, if you let the parents and grandparents know, there, there's going to be a little follow-up to see if the school did anything, correct? Exactly. And and you, we have to advocate for our kids. So, yeah, stay on it. So, Bob, one other last comment. Do you suggest that I've had people wanting me to ask, want me to ask you this? If you feel that your child or grandchild is being bullied and you know who the bullying person is, should you as a parent or grandparent go over and visit that bullier's parents or grandparents to discuss um, the If you feel comfortable doing that, yes. 
um, that's usually the first approach. But if you don't feel safe, if school's on, go to the school and talk to the school. And again, you can always approach law enforcement. They will handle it. Well, I'm sure that some of those bullying parents will say, why did you go to law enforcement? Billy, it was just a misunderstanding, and et cetera, et cetera. I'm sure they will give 1,001 excuses on why didn't you come talk to me first or talk to me first before you know calling law enforcement about uh, uh, my Mary uh, visiting your Sally uh, several times at school, et cetera. But hopefully, uh, you know, Hopefully things will be resolved, but I hope it improves, and I definitely hope that these abductors of child of children uh, are caught and stopped. More and more of them being stopped throughout the United States and through our area. So thank you for joining us today. It was very educational for me, and I know for my many many thousands of listeners out there. I will again say visit his website www.bobandmandy.com. No, Bobby and Mandy. Bobby and Mandy, B-O-B-B-Y and Mandy, M-A-N-D-E-E dot com for more information about his books and helping you keep your children and grandchildren safe. So thank you for joining right. us. Right, and on the website there's a wonderful video. It explains five of the eight books that are out. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you for providing that wonderful service for our people throughout the throughout the world. And again, best wishes to you. Thank you for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Well, thank you for having me. You have a great day. You too, sir. Join us next Saturday for another show that could benefit you and your loved ones. Don't forget to pick up your personal copy of the Best of Times magazine as well as the 2022 Silver Pages Senior Resource Directory. May God bless you and your family. God bless America. Have a great day and a great weekend. Thank you again for listening to our show. I'm Gary Kaligas, wishing you and yours the best of times both today and every day. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. Be sure to tune in next Saturday at 9 a.m. for more Best of Times. This is 1017 FM and 710 Kiel.